0: Endgame. I am your host, Mark Turcotte, and joining me as always, first up, Mr. Paris Lily. Paris, what's up, man? Hey,
1: I'm good, man. We're I, I'm excited. We're going to talk Winter Soldier. I'm Ooh. really excited for this one.
0: We made it, man. We made it. Yeah, yeah. let's see. The third man here, sitting with us here, as always, Swain. Swain, what's up, man?
2: This is the uh, this is the escape. We're hitting escape velocity, and we're getting all these great video like these movies coming up. And uh, starting here with Winter Soldier.
0: uh, Exciting,
2: exciting, exciting, exciting.
0: You know, I think this is when the MCU, like, I don't want to say officially hits its stride, but I think this is when it was just like, I want to say the nail in the coffin, where it was like, or maybe even just planting the flag, like, we are here. I was going to say, nail in the coffin's
2: kind of. uh, Yeah,
0: not nail in the coffin, (laughs) but maybe nail in the coffin on the DC world of movies, which I mean, even at that point, they weren't even really off and running yet. But. Uh, that's right guys we're talking about Captain America the Winter Soldier this week or, or this episode and uh, this I think amongst the three of us is either our favorite of the MCU or at least I don't know where you sway on this is this your favorite or is this your number two
2: this is my favorite MCU movie it is yes. your favorite okay yeah
0: I,
1: the rewatch just cemented it for me. I go, yep, this is the best you one. You know what, Paris, for 100%. me, like
0: it, it is like I do the rewatch and it is my favorite, but then I'll watch either Civil War or even still sometimes I watch even Infinity War still. And it's more, I think, Infinity War. I'm more in awe of just that the movie yeah. even exists, that it kind of puts it to the top. But every time I watch Winter Soldier, I'm like, yep, that, that's it. That's the movie. You know, it is just there are so many amazing scenes in this film, guys. So we're going to do things kind of like we did in the last episode. I mean, we, we got through Thor The Dark World, and, you know, it was kind of that hump we had to get over. But I think doing that episode actually kind of brought out like a good format for the podcast of us just kind of bringing up just like things about the movies, the the plot, just kind of the overall plot, the impact of the character we, being we kind presented of assume about.
2: at this point you've watched it with us. Yes. Yes. And you really don't re- need us to tell you the story. Right. But we do need your plot summary, Swain. Do you have a little uh, plot summary written up
0: for this one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> Winter Soldier is one scene, and it's the scene where Captain America lands on the boat and backhands a guy off the, off the boat. That's my favorite. That's the only thing that matters about this movie. It's the funniest moment, and there you go. It's all, it, it, it sums up the, the movie perfectly. I think it's one of the best openings, I think, out of oh, any yeah, of the movies, I, right? I, I, was, I mean, I, yeah, we yeah, got, I we got tweeted too.
0: today, uh, a good friend of the show, uh, OBX Boy, uh, you know, Ed, a uh, good friend of Guardian Radio, and he he just messaged, he said, he, that's what he said, he said, in Winter Soldier, the opening raid on the ship tops any opener from any Bond film, in his opinion. In fact, he wouldn't mind if the Russos got a chance to make a Bond film down the road.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, the Russos, this is their debut, right? Yes, yeah. this is yep. our first one. They got trusted with a lot in the MCU, well, which is it you know, goes to show yeah, it mean, goes to show I that mean, this yeah. this really uh, showed how good they were at this version of the MCU, because this, you know, I've always said that the MCU has different like um, themes and that's why it works so well. It's like it's in a thr- like they have thriller like action movies but then there's also like dr strange which is like mystical and takes you on this like trippy ride and then you have like thor which takes you into a whole like whole nother you know universe but they really hit on different genres like comedy and you know drama and like this was just like a like an action film at yeah. this point with so, like a little bit of like detective like type feel to it.
1: Yeah, it was for me, it was a seventies political thriller. That's yeah, what it was. That you know. just so mm-hmm. happened to have Captain America in it. That that's the way I looked at it. But one thing I I want to go back to the very beginning. Yes, I completely agree that, you know, the 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 ship raid scene is the best opening to the MCU, but the actual opening of the movie were introduced to to Falcon. And, you know, they're running, yeah, our, they're running, running around, around watching yeah. on, on your left. On your left. And, I, and I love how in that instant, their friendship was bonded right yep. there. And it was believable. It, it didn't feel forced that you could totally see Captain America meeting this guy. And they bonded over both being soldiers. And the fa- and, and the, when you come home from war, what does that feel like? And they both could relate to it. And I I, I loved how that, that kicked off. And then you have Black Widow show up, which I just have to say right off the top, this was the best Scarlett Johansson yeah, has ever been right. MCU. Yep. Hands
0: yeah. down.
1: She was fantastic as Black Widow in this movie.
0: Yep. I love too, you know, just, just the fact how you mentioned it there, how, you know, it, Cap kinda is coming off as a soldier and that bond between soldiers. And that's a theme that seems to carry through All the movies that Captain America's in, you know, that that, you know, he 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 knows what they've been through because he's been through it himself as a soldier, not just as a superhero. Um, You know, he represents so much more than just a guy in in tights. I mean, obviously he doesn't wear tights, but um, I think that's awesome. Where pretty much every other superhero in the MCU. Nobody really represents that. You know, everybody is much more fantastical or came across their powers through, you know, some other means where he he just was a soldier that was in the thick of it in World War II he's been places he's seen things and and anybody he comes across who is a soldier he can bond to them and, and obviously there's a, you know
2: a great little moment where he suggests something for him to listen to and you know cap pulls out his little uh, notebook and he's like you get the, you get a view at what caps up to yeah uh, post unfreezing and it's stuff like moon landing, the Berlin Wall up and down. Uh, Steve Jobs, <laughs> awesome. Thai food. Uh, he apparently, the one thing on there that's crossed out, he watched Star Wars. Yes. So it looks like he, yeah. that's he awesome. enjoyed And also says that Star Wars exists in that universe, I guess, huh? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, a lot, lot of stuff there. Interesting. Um, you
0: know, I guess just to go back to that ship scene, and, and I think when we talked about First Avenger Paris we talked a little bit about how our perception of Captain America going into the MCU just based on the comics we didn't really care about him that much I mean I know you kind of said that I was the same way like Captain America was a book I didn't really read that much but once I saw this movie this just kind of really cemented and we talked a little bit about First Avenger how he seemed like a badass man this this just took it to the stratosphere and I actually wasn't reading The books at the time of this, and I've mentioned it here before, if if anybody gets a chance, go back and read the Winter Soldier arc in the Marvel comics. It actually leads into the Civil War books and the themes and just the way they totally recreated Captain America, essentially, in those books. That's really what Captain America in the MCU is. S.H.I.E.L.D. is this espionage group that you know is coming off almost like a a, like i mean uh, obx boy said it like a bond film i mean this almost is a bond film i saw people saying like a jason bourne film it plays Mm -hmm. more like that almost than a superhero movie and i think for so many people that's why this movie is just and i hate to say it we say it a lot on the show but badass like this is (laughs) it is man it's so great this movie and and how they they present everything
1: yeah, I mean, when he, when him and I guess it's back, what back rock, I believe how you say his name, but it's it's GSP, it's George St. Pierre on the ship. That's right, Philip. Yeah. And they fight. And then he's like, dude, he, he takes his stuff off, like, let's come on. Let's go. And caps, and caps, like, uh, let's do it. Puts the <laughs> shield up. Yeah. <laughs>
2: He's such a goober with his hair at the point. His hair's all messed up and everything. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I like, too, this movie, you know, it has the plot twists, like multiple twists kind of throughout it. Like, you know, Pierce, the villain, really, of the movie. Is he good? Is he bad? You know, obviously, he seems a little bit shady in the beginning, but then we learn just how he is heading up Hydra, and he kind of infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D. and, like, his whole role in there, and we get that twist. And then, you know, when um, Fury's dying and he tells Cap, don't trust anybody we don't know who can we trust like can we trust uh uh what's her name uh uh sharon carter you know can we trust her because you know we don't know or, or is it is it sharon is that her first name carter? yeah sharon, carter. sharon carter. Mm-hmm. carter yeah like can we trust mm-hmm. her we don't really know i mean she comes in and she says nick kind of told me to be there but until the very end kind of where we see that turn of her with all the the shield agents kind of um, when they're all fighting amongst themselves we don't even know if really we can trust her really throughout it. Cause, cause they've already kind of planted that seed. Anybody can turn at any time,
1: you know? Well, I, I think, and, and to me, this is the most important scene in the entire MCU to date. It is subtle as it was at the time. We didn't realize it, but you go back and watch now when they go to New Jersey and they're in the bunker and they confront Zola and Zola breaks it down. That Hydra, has been there the entire time. freaking time, yep. manipulating everything. And this was the scene where Cap sees that Bucky killed Howard Stark, mm-hmm. which, to, in my opinion, is the most important thing that happened in the MCU. Because Cap knows he obviously does not tell Tony, and that leads to the events of Civil War, Civil and War, here yeah. we are now, now with Endgame. You know what I mean? Because that one event set everything up it broke up the avengers thanos won all of that and and as little as that seemed it may have been at the time we we're more focused on oh my god hydra is shield shield is hydra yeah it was actually the fact that cap knew something that he purposely being the boy scout the all-american didn't tell Tony Stark at that time and that was supposed to be his friend. That was the one thing especially watching it again now that I took from it because you know, you're seeing it then, you're not thinking anything yeah. of it and the and the fact that they play it off later w- w- was awesome. Um and since I'm talking, I have to go back to the scene before that. To me, my favorite scene in in the all of the Winter Soldier. Actually, it's not my favorite. I I have another one that I'm thinking about it, but the elevator scene.
2: Just oh my God, Cap's Paris. in there
1: and he's figuring it is the out best. it was <laughs> so good like
2: He's Would like, anybody like to get
1: off? Oh dude, yep. that is, like you said, Mark, badass. I <laughs> mean, badass, I love
0: it. It's it's just awesome. Well, you know what, yep. what scenes just speaking of little things that kind of stuck out to me. I don't think I ever really picked up on who's the guy? I can't think of his name. They get him up on the rooftop and he's talking about the Hydra's algorithm. And when he says, you know, that the algorithm showed them and he mentions it's Banner sick, well, and then Stephen Strange. And like at the time, were they planning on a Doctor Strange movie? Do we know?
1: I n- think... They hadn't. No, they hadn't officially announced it at that point. Okay, but they yeah, probably
2: they had were. It, right? I'm sure yeah. they had like a you know that yeah. big storyboard of like, hey, where can we take it? We'll get the future, it there but. at some
0: point. Yeah. Because I, I but, just never picked up on that before. And when he said that, I was like, oh, man, like that's a huge. <laughs> that's a huge yeah, uh, but that was there.
1: it. Well, and that's when we even found out, you know, Gary, Gary Shandling was in this. Yep. And obviously, oh, my God, he's Hydra, too. So then that calls back to Iron Man, too. To- of course, he wanted the suit yep. because he's Hydra. So that's why he was so adamant to try and get it. But even sticking on that al- algorithm really quick, I personally watching this because we knew Age of Ultron was coming. I thought that was Ultron. The way they were describing it, that it was predicting threats ahead of time yeah. and, and all that. I go, oh, my God, this is the seeds for Ultron, you know, but mm-hmm. obviously it didn't turn out to be that. But that's what I thought it was. But that shield agent, Hydra agent was uh, Sitwell. He actually that was, was also in a um, one of those Marvel one offs, you know, where they did like the little shorts. He was in one of those with um, um, Coulson, um after the events of Thor. As well, so so he was a real yeah.
2: character. They really... Like, in this one... Like you said, There's it's so many badass moments with, yeah. with Cap. But this is, like, the perfect Cap film. It's got, yeah. like, all these... Mo- like, my perfect Cap moments are always when it's, like... You're reminded. Like, he's a normal dude most of the time. And he's, like, just this guy who's, like, great. He's got all of these, like, really nice, you know, personality. Like, traits where... Uh, he's a leader and he is just there when you need him and all that. But they really do hit on Captain America when they do something like fun and remind you that he's a super, like a superhuman. And they're like, oh, did he just he just jump out of this plane? <laughs> yeah. he, need a- yeah. he didn't have a shoot? No, he's all right. Did he have yeah. a no, he didn't. Or like the elevator scene, like you said, where it's like, Hey, he's in a room full of like trained killers, and he's like, "Is anybody want to hop off real quick?" And then yeah. he j- busts out of the yeah. window, so and badass. Lands on the ground on top of the shield. And so he's able
0: to fight so him with good. basically one arm one behind arm, his back yeah. almost. You know, he's holding the one up. It's like magnetized up to the Hold wall. They
1: should have just called this movie "Badass." That that should have just been his name. <laughs> just Captain call Badass. badass.
0: And it, look, we've not even talked
1: about Bucky at all. No the Winter Soldier. I mean, no. even those fight scenes that they had w- were awesome. Well, let, I mean, let's, let's go into There's that the one scene knife th-
2: flip that Bucky does where when he's fighting Cap. Oh yeah, that's yeah, just he, like, yeah, He flips it up, and apparently, yep. Sebastian Stan had trained for that knife flip and yeah, knew nice. how to do it, but they still used the stunt guy. Oh, so Sebastian Stan knows how to do it. They just didn't let him. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Let's talk about because it because it goes into, I think, one of the uh, I don't know if it's the first time we see the Winter Soldier, but it's, it's a time where he really makes himself present is the Nick Fury car scene.
1: The best. That's my favorite scene of the entire movie. God, I mean man. that's it, it, like Nick Fury gets his moment to shine. That whole scene is awesome.
0: Yeah. My, I was actually my my daughter had never seen the movie and I was watching it over the weekend and she walked into the room at that scene and just stood there in front of the TV like <laughs> with her jaw on the floor practically just watching it like, "Oh my god, this is amazing." And I mean that scene just just you know, they, you don't know what's going on, number one, you know, and they pull up and they, they basically lock him in and they're trying to barricade through. And then is that when, do we see the winter soldier at that point? Yes, we yeah, do, right? Yeah. The, Cause he gets the away, end. the jet propulsion starts. Yeah. And then he, he mm-hmm. throws down the thing that flips the car up. Um, but what an introduction, I mean, for the winter soldier at that point, you know, you don't know who it is. I mean, obviously people that were following the movie kind of know who he is. Um, but, uh, you know, I think as a villain, we've talked about, they could never get their villains right. I mean... For, for the beginning of this movie and most of the movie where he is, quote, unquote, the villain, I mean, he is he's scary. I mean, that was my daughter watching it. She was like, Dad, he is scary. I was like, yeah, but and she knows because she's seen like Infinity War and she knows who he eventually becomes. But um, I think they nailed everything about him. And then this is when we actually, you know, beyond that, when we actually see him fighting Cap um, is it, when he, is it uh, on the rooftop, right, when Cap chases him? And that's when Cap first kind of confronts him. And right. Cap he throws is- the shield and he turns and he just catches it. And then we realize, like, oh, wait a minute. Here's somebody who's going to be on the level of Captain America that's going to put up a hell of a fight. And then, of course, obviously they fight later on. Uh, but I think they nailed it the, in the way that they, you know, portray him as a, um, I don't know, what do you want to call it, uh, uh, equal to Cap almost yeah because you know, they... i mean
1: even in that fight scene that we get later where they're fighting on the street during the chase scene and you remember black widow tries to take him one-on-one like yeah. you actually fear for her life yeah like, that ain't gonna happen like i yeah i don't think you can <laughs> handle this dude you know what i mean so yep. yeah it was really really I mean, good
0: we, th- we see him throw the shield and it doesn't it like stick into the van or something behind yeah. cap, like cap ducks and yeah you see it like just jam into the van. It was-
1: and that and that was another. Sorry to cut you off real quick, but that was another one of those where they kind of give you the the homage, homage if I can say it right, to him becoming Captain America because there's a moment where he's holding the shield like Cap would, the same as he did at the in uh, First Avenger when he right before he falls off the train. So he's holding the shield, and then that's when he slings it at Cap and it sticks right in the van.
2: It's awesome. Yeah, they the they really got me with this. I could have like when i first watched it i was sold on fury being dead at this point yeah me too like like oh man i can't believe like just feel like feelings like come on like i love nick fury he's the perfect casting for him and it was just like oh this is like this is an appropriate end for him but i would i would i wish he wasn't dead and then doesn't take half a movie to find out <laughs> he is not he is down. the spy Yep, yeah that's what he does
0: what did they do they gave him it was some drug right that basically slowed his heart rate to where it was yeah essentially stopped almost yeah. so that he was able to get through it um and then it was it was kind of neat i think seeing shield like underground basically you know you had those that were close enough that were kind of the inner circle um down on the sewers right isn't that kind of where they were i guess or mm-hmm. some some area i thought it was kind of neat um Let's talk about, uh, I mean, we talked a little bit about uh, Black Widow, but let's talk about Falcon. I mean, we mentioned him here in the beginning. Great introduction, like we said in the very beginning, when you see him kind of running around. Um, and we learned early on, like, I don't know how many people knew that he was going to be Falcon. I mean, obviously you see him in the trailers, but, you know, kind of he says he lost a friend in, in the war when him and Cap were kind of bonding, talking about the stories, uh, being soldiers. But you don't realize that he lost him as they were flying in these top secret Right. Falcon, uh, machines, or I don't even know what you want to call it. Uh, apparatus. Um, but, uh, what do you think? I just, I think the way they, they kind of bring him into the story and how him and him and cap, I guess, are just able to, to bond immediately. And he's immediately on their side and he's ready to go. When, when Cap and Black Widow show up at his doorstep and they're like, we need a safe place. He's like, uh, he's in.
2: like, you know, I'll always get asked by captain America for a yeah. favor. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to take it right. You're, you're just give it to him, I guess. Um, what do you think of him? I think as, as this character, Sam Wilson. Kind of I this. thought,
1: see, I, this is my favorite version of him is in, in this first movie, Winter Soldier, because I felt like later on they played him more as comic relief. Whereas this one, yeah, it, it was he was more serious. It was more about, hey, I have this new friend now in Captain America. He needs help. I'm going to do whatever I can to help him. I love when they were dangling. You know, they kick Sitwell off the building. And then that's when we get oh, the he intro comes to him back coming, yeah. coming yeah. in as Falcon. I thought that was good, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he was a was good, good character in this one.
0: I almost I, wish we could see them getting the Falcon suit, right? Because yeah. we don't get to yeah. see that. We hear that. And Cap's like, oh, is it like two or three doors behind two or three locked doors? And he's like, ah, oh, that's nothing. But, like, I wish, I wish we could see that at some point, you know? Because I'm sure that was just a whole adventure in its own, in its yeah. own right? But what do you say,
2: Swank? I, I was going to say, I love him as a character. I think the Falcon suit is a little goofy for me. I don't know. Yeah, right, right. It's like, uh, he's got, like, these really quick, like, guns that come out of his, his, his hands, too. And it's like, it makes sense. It's like a military apparatus, but... I don't know. For some reason, I feel like it. it he's he's like, never really sold on him as like a like same thing. Kind of with like Haw, like Hawkeye, I believe, because he's like got like very good precision. But like Falcon's just a guy with a suit, not unlike Tony Stark, but well, a saying, lot less he, money. Falcon's <laughs> like
0: he's like uh, you know uh, Captain America's roadie, Rhodes, yeah, but not as badass. I think is kind of the. <laughs> Right. using yeah. the, the theme here of the show but uh yeah I, you know he i think for for what he is he, he fits great and i mean we were talking about picking up the the shield in the books you have both bucky pick it up at some point and you have sam wilson so i'm interested to see kind of where i mean i think the way the mcu is going i think we would assume bucky's going to be the one picking it up at some mm-hmm. point maybe right after end game but i mean sam wilson is another one who eventually becomes
2: captain america for a little while so i don't know I if that's see. something
0: they're planting the seeds in there I uh, can see doing them, that- like,
2: passing it off at some point. Like, it's starting out as, like, Falcon being real. Like, what we're assuming that in Endgame, which we will eventually get to, um, that something happens to Cap. He's no longer there. He dies or something else. Um, I could... Put, uh, personally, I think Falcon would be like, we need to continue the, you know, the line of, you know, Captain America. Is that he was such a big deal to the world. We need. I need to do it, and you know, uh, Bucky kind of being reluctant. Like that was Steve's thing. Like you can't just pick it up, and then eventually, like maybe Falcon can't do it, and Bucky, you know, steps in and becomes it. So that's my prediction. If it if it's real, you heard it here first.
1: Well, remember they're doing the Cap and and a Cap. Sorry, the Bucky and Falcon buddy move buddy show. On Disney, that Disney Plus. Oh, is Disney streaming. Plus, yeah. They're gonna do. They're gonna do that. So may, maybe that's where it happens. And kind of your theory would make sense if they have this ongoing series, and they're not necessarily fighting over who gets to be Captain America, but maybe when the situation allows,
2: one of like them <laughs> Captain the, America. Neither yeah. of them want the cooties. Yeah, yeah, In this exactly. Case, the mantle mm. of Captain
0: America. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you think of the overall? I guess just plot of Hydra in this. I mean, every movie has to have its conflict, right? You have to have the whatever the ultimate goal of the villain is. And in this one, I mean, it's pretty pretty messed up right hydra is looking to take out millions of people by putting up um are taking control of the satellites that are that are with the care helicarriers is it just it the helicarriers or is it also satellites i mean there's this whole web of guns basically like floating above the earth that they're ready to just unload at multiple targets and i say multiple we're talking like hundreds of thousands of people in one shot and that's i don't think we've had a threat that to that extent yet really in the mcu i think
2: or that no, many not at all. Die,
0: right? I mean, this is this is major.
1: In this and, it, and it kind of goes back to the beginning of the movie where where uh, Cap and um, Nick Fury, you know, he first takes him down into that hangar and you see all the gunships. Yeah. And That's Cap that. is explaining to him. He's like, look, I fought 40 years ago, however long it was for freedom. He goes, this isn't freedom. This is fear. And then Fury is kind of he's he's kind of an a-hole in that scene, actually, yeah. where he's. He's like, you know, the, the world's changed and, you know, I, I'm reacting to the way that it is now. You need to get on board, Cap, blah, blah, blah. So you you saw the two different philosophies happening right there. And then it turned nope. out it's because Hydra was manipulating all this the entire time. And, and it completely changed, like you were saying earlier, Mark, about who do you trust? You don't know who to trust yeah, at all nope. in
2: this movie. You know what will probably make this movie so much better and make – Fury better in this movie, because Fury, like you said, I kind of felt like, yeah, it was like the the those the ships, the gunships kind of felt like shoehorned a little as like the big like threat, whereas like they had great storylines in other directions. But uh, I have a feeling Captain Marvel is actually going to help this movie feel fleshed out by like instilling that fear in Nick Fury that something could happen like and they might need yeah. Uh, you know this sort of technology to take down like big threats all at once like being able to predict if someone's a Skrull might be important
0: yeah well here's a question I mean we, you know we we came off this is off Avengers and at that point we kind of see the bullets from guns really aren't doing much so why does Nick Fury think that just having well I guess it's not really Nick Fury right I mean in well I guess S.H.I.E.L.D. is kind of building this right even though Hydra wants to take control of it but like why does he think having all these quote-unquote guns are going to be able to help stop in a galactic threat when it really didn't work so hot when it came to you know using that in Avengers when you literally needed the Avengers to fight them back. It wasn't just policemen on the ground or the military that shield had being able to take them out. Why suddenly now is just more guns going to fix the problem? Do you think?
2: I feel it feels like in that moment Hydra probably me having infiltrated shield was just like this them. is important and yeah, like right. you know some things when they get you know uh that sort of support probably got past Nick just, Fury yeah, and he, you're like it. all right well I I could deal I can deal, with, I yeah, can deal right. with a bunch of ships um yeah I mean they they learn really quick how to take them down too it was like yeah. very simple like just upload this thing into each one <laughs> and you're good to go Uh,
1: Yeah, I I mean, yeah, if if we kind of nitpick some of the things about the movie, that would have been one of my nitpicks. I almost felt like once they got to the climax of the movie, they kind of rushed it to the end and got to what was really the core of what it was all about was Bucky and Cap. And their relationship and they got to have their big fight at the end. It wasn't so much about the gunships. And and I have to say, if there's one overall nitpick, which I, I think they've learned their lesson on moving forward with the MCU movies is they were still under that formula where this is a Captain America movie. So we can't have other Avengers in there, even though we had Black Widow as one and Nick Fury, because come on. Iron Man's not showing up during this, like all this is going on and he's not calling Tony Stark or someone like that to come in and help. Like that didn't make any sense, even though Tony Stark did get name dropped by uh, Alexander and Fury in the movie. But then obviously, you know, we never see him.
0: Another one of the big action scenes, too, is, uh, you know, the big scene um, where the Winter Soldier shows up on top of the car right and then that whole scene just how that whole scene plays out I mean, we, the car
2: apart yeah I mean we yeah. mentioned
0: we mentioned it you know when he throws a shield I mean that's the fight scene between them but just that whole scene itself again just an insane action scene like this this movie I think compared to a lot of the other movies I mean obviously there's there's CG happening here but a lot of the action you could tell was much more practical practical effects right there wasn't yep. all the CG and things happening I mean it was a, a straight up action movie in that scene again i mean i mentioned my daughter even that scene again she was just like this is scary dad she's like this is crazy (laughs) i'm like i know i know it's 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 just great the way the russos were able to just portray that in the in this film is just great i think it really kind of grounds the film also by by you know you go from thor dark world where you're so much in the realm of the fantastical (laughs) to now you're you're just straight up you're in dc and you're just watching an action movie and caps there kicking ass like it's It's great. I mean, it it really is just an an awesome movie. Um, So I think, what do you guys think, I guess, in terms of the plots moving forward? Like, what carries forward from this movie the most, I think? Um, You know, I I don't know. You think it's, is it? I mean, obviously, we do have um, the the scepter that we do see at one point, you know, towards the end, right? We do see that there is an Infinity Stone in this movie to some extent. Um, I don't know. What do you think just carries forward in the MCU overall? They
2: really set the storyline for the next, like, the entire phase here where they're just like, all right, it's going to be about Bucky being in the background and, like, eluding them over and over again. And then hopefully, like, and Steve's conflict with, like, not being able to set aside his chase for Bucky for the good of the Avengers at that point. That's what I'm taking away, is that... It really is the it's the underlying theme going forward at this like from here on out.
1: Yeah, to me, I I agree. To me, I feel like this completely this this sets the stage for where we are right now, leading into Endgame. And like you even made the callback to Captain Marvel. I feel like. This kind of gives us that backstory for Nick Fury, so we yeah. get to know more about him and why he thinks the way he does. Because remember, we we hear early in the movie, he goes, "The last time I trusted somebody, I lost an eye." So you got to figure maybe that gets played off. See that, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And Captain Marvel, and then obviously his relationship with with Pyrus and just remember, they even show Pierce shows a picture of Nick Fury. He goes, "This is five years after something I forget what it was, but it was like now he has a shaved head and you know he's getting the mustache, you know, compared to what he." <laughs> looks like in Captain Marvel, so so that'll be interesting to see, but but like I, I was saying earlier, I just feel like that Zolov scene, and Cap, Cap knowing that Bucky killed Howard Stark, and he doesn't say anything, again this sets the seeds for Civil War and, and everything that we get yeah. after that
2: It's also a newer world after this point, it becomes like more of like a, uh, things start to really flare up cause like, the dropping all of those Helicarriers on DC was a big, big disaster. deal. Man. And then blowing up all their secrets, like uh, yeah. Natasha, like putting all the yeah. secrets from Sh- of S.H.I.E.L.D. on the internet, um, plays into Zemo. Zemo, yep, going forward, he's like, it took me a year to crack the files that she released. Mm-hmm. Yep. And to get to the point where she could, like, where he could uh, really mess with the Winter Soldier at that point.
1: And even Ross makes an allusion to that during Civil War as well, because he says something to her, but like basically like, uh, yeah, remember when you released all our secrets yeah. out you know, into the yeah. world or whatever? So, yeah, this this had huge repercussions, because even if you think of it this way, with Bucky disappearing, this is what prompted Cap and Falcon to go on their mission to try and find him. Obviously, they then form the Avengers because they realize that Hydra is out there. And that's why the Avengers has been going around just de- destroying all these Hydra bases because they're looking for all the secrets and everything that's out there that Hydra has been doing. So yeah, th- this movie sets up all of that, which again leads to Ultron, which then obviously leads to Vision, which goes to civil war. And then <laughs> Dan- I mean, on and on and on, you know what I mean? So yep. yeah, this was, this was a starting point for sure. Definitely. Oh, one other thing, but before I forget, so, and, and, and Swain, I know you could relate to this. So the scene with Cap and Peggy, <laughs> and you can tell that, you know, she knows who he is. They've obviously talked a lot and they're kind of going through their thing. And then, you know, she's going through Alzheimer's or whatever. Yeah. And then she reverts back and then cap like on cue just goes with it. So, goes so with in it, my man. mind, yep. I'm like, in my mind, how many times has he just gone with it and goes, you know, got to have my dance with my favorite girl and all that. And then yeah. I instantly go to, okay, end game.
0: We got to get the dance. <laughs> so I'm probably going to oh, cry. Man. <laughs>
1: They have to pay that off. They absolutely got to pay that off wow. for of Peggy. I,
0: I you know, I never thought of that until you said that. What was that? A few episodes ago, when you mentioned that, that we may get that. You think? You uh, honestly think we're gonna get that? Are they gonna yeah, pay yes. that?
1: hundred percent. The the fact that they showed because it's in Winter Soldier. Oh, he man. looks at the picture of her, or not one? Yeah, Winter Soldier. He looks at the picture of her. End game trailer. in game does the to... same thing. He he has to. It has wow. to be. And remember, um. Scarlet. I know we're going ahead of time to Ultron, but Scarlet Witch shows him that vision. His vision was being with Peggy. Man. They have. They have. They have to pay that off. That it would be a crime
2: if if they didn't pay that off. <laughs> they have to do it. Wow. I mean, I think there is also uh, there. There was a bunch of rumors and everything, but people hearing that she was on on set, on set, or around in Atlanta. Yeah. So.
1: Wow! Oh, not to
2: mention another
1: thing that actually came out of that was he—he he said the only reason he joined Shield was because she's the one that founded it. Yep. In that scene in Winter Soldier, so that obviously plays into it too. Wow. I mean, Peggy Carter is such an important character throughout the history of that MCU oh, because just yeah. just everything that's think, gone on.
2: I think we can confidently say this is the linchpin of the first half and the second half of you know uh, the MCU at this point. Yep. Yes. Uh, kind of brings it all together and starts spreading out from here into everything else, mm-hmm. and and it and it shows that they've had financial success with all the movies that they're feeling comfortable to be like, all right, here is where we're gonna lay, you know, twenty different storylines down that may or may not pay off. Like Doctor Strange mentioning Stephen Strange yep, at one point, that's like such a small little mention, but they probably were like, we got the money like we can do and we'll see in the next episode, they are feeling bold. They're feeling bold to do something that's not normal in the MCU. So
0: well one thing that does carry through to every movie is our old man Stan Lee. Yeah. And he's in this one in uh he's He's what the Smithsonian Guard. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. I love those scenes of Cap always, you know, going back to the museum just to see that. Like that's so classic. And the fact that at the end he puts on that original suit, you know, yep. that's just so cool. I actually was I was kind of hoping now when I was rewatching it, and they show the old original shield, you know, that wasn't the round shield. Like I mean, obviously it wouldn't have been functional for him in this movie, but I think it would have been cool if he actually picks that up at some point and uh, does use that. But uh, all right, anything else here, you guys got for Winter Soldier?
1: Just it is without a doubt my favorite MCU movie. Yep, yeah, it's the crown Just, jewel, it is. right? Yeah, it was really good.
0: Yep.
2: All right, I mean, we can the the, the post credit scenes are pretty. Uh, oh, that's right, we forgot the post credit scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they uh they really tease that the uh, Hydra not being completely done. Uh, there is still little pockets of it, pockets of it everywhere, uh, and we get to see Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Yep. Yep. That was our introduction to them.
0: And we also what's the other scene? We also get uh, Bucky. Bucky, yeah,
2: Bucky. He's, he's at, at the, looking at the museum. Museum. in the regular clothes. This one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. he sees himself.
0: Yeah, he's in there. That's in what his real name. my wife was in the room at that point. She's like, "Why do they show him? Like, why would he be in the museum?" And I'm like, "Well, he was part of the group, you know, in the first Avenger, right? I mean, he was there. He Howling died on Commandos. that mission. Yeah, so yeah. He, they even made mention
1: he was the only uh, of of the Howling Commandos to die. Yeah, they, as so they thought,
0: anyways so he, he deserved to be there for sure But yeah. uh, alright well that's it for Captain America the Winter Soldier of course this is the for us in our opinion the best of, of the MCU so let us know what your, your favorite movie is hit us up on Twitter at MCU Rewatch or you can email us MCU Rewatch at gmail.com we'd love to hear what your favorite movie is and if you agree with us that the Winter Soldier is the best So uh, with that, everybody, thank you here for tuning in, however you're tuning in, and join us for next episode when we are talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. So uh, with that, we'll catch you guys next time. Later.